0: Crazy nights, yeah, war shows, and a whole bunch of niggas together. We <laughs> are the world. The world. <laughs> we are the children. Um, there's a documentary out called what, "The Greatest Night in Pop" uh, mm-hmm. on Netflix. If you have time, go watch it. It uh, is really good. Talks about how we are the world came to be um how they came up with the idea to do the song um i i mean i've we've, i've always known about the song i mean what it came out with 85
1: 84
0: 85 yeah, yeah. 85. um 84. i was i was a toddler back then but you grew up hearing we are the world at some point you had to sing it in elementary school or they had job you I might have sang it at church who knows right but <laughs> you
2: know was so ubiquitous that i thought it came out 86 when i was right. in kindergarten <laughs> i was like that was 85 <laughs> i swear we saying that at something that's like, yeah, it's like yes this came out and we had to watch the video or maybe they kept showing it it was it was everywhere
1: it was everywhere God, we had the little 45 <laughs> The single.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I remember uh in middle school uh singing that during the one of the, the spring concert or something, and then they everybody had a solo and like so you, you just pass the microphone to the next kid, it was a hot mess, but we did it. Uh but uh so essentially what it starts with Harry Belafonte, um uh light-skinned ass, uh wanted to <laughs> um Uh, essentially he wanted to bring awareness to the famine that was in Africa. And let me back up. Let me say this real quick. So they start talking about the famine in Africa and how they just done band aid, which was helping people in Africa again, dear people that are from Africa that live in the United States and abroad. When the reason that sometimes Americans think that Africa is a very poor country is because back in the 80s everything we there were so many telethons to send money to Africa because there were hungry children in Africa they were save the children feed the children that was literally all we were told like I mean why don't I say all we were told that's all you saw day. (laughs) <laughs> a day, a day for 10 cents a day. Sally Struthers was over there eating up them kids' food, but we were sending 10 cents a day. We didn't know. We had, to, we had no clue because that's literally what was thrown at us at all times. There was always <laughs> a telethon raising money for the starving kids in Africa. There was always some whole little skinny baby with a big belly with flies all on them. And for 10 cents a day, you can help little Shack eat some porridge. And you're just like, you're like, man, I got a quarter, mama. Can I sit a quarter? Um, But either way, Harry Belafonte wanted, who is something, someone who uh, was absolutely uh, a pioneer when it came to civil rights, um, wanted to do something, right? And Band-Aid had just happened the month before, um, which was another thing where the, some artists came together, made a song, and the uh, money went to uh, a charity, right? Because I'm not, yeah, because that was no, it was a big concert. I, it was a big concert. It no, was a concert. Live, well, Live Aid was a concert. Live Aid right. a concert. Yeah, Live Aid, hey. right? So, and well, either way, Um, so
2: if everybody knows the fame, if you've seen the movie um on um, Freddie Mercury, that's the famous scene at the end. Yeah, yeah, you've seen like, during the last concert movie. that they did together as Queen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So uh,
0: (laughs) Harry Belafonte calls up Lionel Richie and like, you know what? I am tired of all of these songs about helping black people being sung by white folks. We need to sing something. So Lionel says, all right. So he calls up Quincy. Um,
2: He wants to do something. Right. Hits him up. So Quincy, pause there. I think there's some stuff that's missing in here because I was waiting for you to do this. As we did, you, you you have you all seen the Quincy Jones documentary? I yeah, have yeah. not
1: watched
2: it. I'm all right. I, he I loves vodka, it. so I know this situation was different. They have to hide his vodka, like the the his kids have to hide vodka from him in the house. They were showing it in the sh- uh, in the documentary. He was like, oh my "Where's my goddamn gray goose?" And she <laughs> said, uh, and um, uh, Rashida was like, "Daddy, I put it up. Get damn it! I need my gray goose." <laughs> If I'm I, doing this interview, he, he would say, if I'm, I'm doing my interview, I want my vodka.
1: You know, he thought, like, yeah, man, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I was then, like, man. I'm wondering if Lionel went over there drinking vodka with him, so I'm saying, like, come on, man. I got a whole bottle of um Back then, it had been Smirnoff, because we didn't have Greg Goose that. Like, I got a whole bottle of Smirnoff. Come on by, Lionel. That, right. Who, who knows? Like, <laughs> like,
0: like I said, well, I'll say this. What's fun about Quincy is... Every story about Quincy is the same. Like, no, his character is never different in any scenario, right? It's every that everyone has that exact same uh, energy when they talk about him, right? So, uh, so <laughs> Lionel calls Quincy. Quincy's like, you know who we need? We need to call Stevie. They're calling Stevie. Stevie's not calling them back which is funny as hell to me because mm-hmm. it's the idea of how back in the day, all you have was a landline phone, period. You call, you have to leave a message with somebody. The message mm-hmm. hopefully gets given to someone, but this is Lionel Richie calling up Stevie Wonder. Somebody should be like, hey, you know, uh, Lionel line, line on mm-hmm. the phone. So the fact that Stevie wasn't answering, wasn't calling back, I want to know why. I want to find out. They they don't talk about why he ain't calling back. But if he keeps calling and he's not calling them back, what Stevie was like, that nigga don't want shit. Like, that's
2: that's hey, you it. know it's from Beef from back when he was the Commodores and they was on tour. You know it had to be something like that. I so, so he, he, he probably talking shit about these little stupid ass songs he got.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, look, I hate that goddamn Hello song. I told him I could do that song, Hello. Dancing on the ceiling, my ass.
0: So, uh, he, no. Yeah, because he had the blind chick making the thing up. You what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: they trying to be funny? <laughs> they trying to be funny and shit? Dancing on the ceiling, nigga. I dance on
0: your <laughs> So, who knows? Uh, but Stevie's not called him back So Quincy was like you know what I got to talk to Michael tomorrow I'm going to hit him up So talks to Michael Michael's like alright you know anything Quincy wants Quincy going to get So Michael and Lionel Richie start trying to get this song together But Michael <laughs> Lionel Richie tells you very early on That Michael kept on calling him Lionel just know that's funny as fuck. I actually wrote that down, like him calling him Lionel, and it, and just continued on Lionel. We need to, and I'm like, that's you just choosing to call him something else. And Big simple Keith, like, no, no,
2: keep in mind, Stacey, they were on the same label. He should know how to pronounce his name. They were. He on
0: knows. He absolutely <laughs> knows how to pronounce his name. That's what makes <laughs> it funny as fuck. Is that he grew up with this man okay you have been saying his name probably longer than you've been saying your own and you have decided I was gonna call him Lionel. Yeah. Fuck it, that's funny as shit. Mm. Like that's some shit that I would do is just keep calling somebody a different name or mispronouncing their name. <laughs> and, and the big sip is like, well, like, you know, down south, that's what we, that's how we pronounce it. I said, but that's not his name. No
1: man, that's Mike. You ain't so correct. Like, from down me. south. We from <laughs> Gary.
0: <laughs> that's exactly. I'm like, it's up, like I said. Look, you may know somebody named Lionel. And that's fine, but that's what his name is. Lionel Richie's name is Lionel Richie. Like, that like, the hey. So uh, they start trying to write this song, right? And not really taking it serious uh, that year. Lionel Richie is going to be hosting the AMAs, which are coming up. Um, they're trying to work it out. Um, as they're trying to book talent, they can't figure out when can we get everybody together. And they realize at the AMAs everybody will be together, which is a, I mean, brilliant. Honestly, it's a great idea. But now there is the like, oh shit, we gotta hurry up and get this song together. Um, so uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, then we have so they they start trying to continue to write. And Lionel said that while he was in there trying to write, he kept on hearing this, hiss, and there was a snake and uh michael was like oh because he apparently had lost a snake a snake and he was like oh okay i'm so glad He's said like, the snake heard us singing and he wanted to come out and hear <laughs> what was going on lionel isn't this great and lion Richie is like man if i don't get the fuck up out of this Nick house like when you look at those like uh, the the video of them trying to rec- get it together his his that the, fro was dry like it was a fro it was no longer a jerry curl it, had yeah, yeah. it
1: was like a sideways
0: right back and started shriveling up it was dry it looked it looked light brown and like you know when you look at the videos his hair looked dark now it was dishwater dirty brown and he was tired um they like I said as they were trying to book people the produce producers or trying to find folks um and something that they said that I thought that was really interesting is that somebody was like, you know what? We should get Madonna. Madonna is it right now. She's climbing the charts and they didn't want Madonna. They went with Cindy Lauper. And so now here you go. Cindy Lauper first off, I love with all of my heart. Cindy Lauper still thinks it's 1984 and I'm not going to tell her that it's not.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. Right? That's just that I'm not going to be the one to tell her. Okay, so I feel like Madonna at that time extremely risque um, for that time, right? Uh, Like a virgin and whatnot. So she was like the X-rated Cindy, and Cindy was kind of like the G-rated Madonna. Like as far as influence, like even just the way that they. She was like
1: the pop princess. They
0: were pop, yeah. That was it. Like especially like the way the the clothes that they wear they wore. Um, I'm not going to say very similar because, I mean, there's a lot of things in the 80s that just everybody was doing, mm-hmm. but just even if both of them had on those like two-two tool skirts, right?
2: They, they love those, yes.
0: Right, exactly, so everybody had one, right? But Cindy's is going to be multicolored and just bright and vibrant, and Madonna's is going to be jet black.
1: Black. To black <laughs> well, white,
0: like you're getting married. <laughs> and so I feel like they could not have Madonna Um, there, um, for this we are the world thing now, you know, maybe uh, I think you know, now they could probably call her up, but who wants to talk to Madonna now? Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but uh, like I said, I uh, when then also my other part is Stevie finally showing up when it's time to record, like what I miss, like what's going on? Y'all already wrote
1: the song,
0: y'all already wrote it. I can't hear the right, y'all already wrote it. Damn, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, uh, I mean, like, what y'all need me to do since I'm here, like, he Stevie literally was the one who came late at the group project. Like, we've, been, <laughs> we've been trying to get in touch with you, we've been sending emails, we've been calling, and now it's the day of the presentation, and here you come, like, alright, so y'all want me to start off talking, or what, like, no, nigga, we don't even... Yeah. Y'all
1: need to sing. I can sing. All
0: right, all right. <laughs> That's what you want me to do. Uh, but I, like I said, thoroughly enjoyed um, the documentary. Just seeing how how everything again is coming together.
1: Um, but hold on. But speaking of Cindy Lauper, though, but y'all see her get mad while they was laughing at her sing. <laughs> yes.
2: <Yeah. laughs> you see Michael's face though. <laughs> hey, Michael. Michael's a. Yo, Michael Shade is, is My, a hell shady. No, <laughs> you notice that he has every other Jackson that's singing except for one in the, middle of the world. That you is, already know who it is, Jermaine. Jermaine.
0: because <laughs> right. I looked up. I'm like, is that a to-? like? I want like, yeah. said, I I've seen this a million <laughs> times, right? But as you're watching, you're like, man, they're gonna toy. Is that Jackie?
2: Is that
0: Jackie? Yep.
2: Like, like okay. Marla, and, Randy Tito,
0: Randy. where's Jermaine? Oh, you know Tito drove. So that's that's what they had to all everybody to roll
2: together, but what Jermaine
0: ass ain't, ain't gonna be that,
2: ain't gonna be no Jermaine.
0: Nah. Mm-mm.
2: no, I think Jermaine he he just told he didn't tell Jermaine. You know Jermaine would have been there for that to try to stunt because he would have been thinking he got a solo too. Jermaine yep. would he might he tried to pull the Prince maybe. Do I have a solo like my brother? He was probably trying to hit Barry Gordy up thinking he had something to do with it.
1: <laughs> like nope.
0: This and, well, okay, so i wrote <laughs> i wrote that down right um okay, so, <laughs> with <appear>. this, <laughs> so with this no one knew what was going on it was top secret top secret nobody knew deon warwick said she didn't know what they were doing until she got it got until she got there literally when at that point quincy well I ain't gonna say at that point even today but quincy jones calls you and says hey I need you to come out. We doing something. You get up and you go. Like unless you just literally cannot get there, you got up and you went. And especially in 1984, you absolutely but got. But it was up.
2: also in the American Music Awards. They said that everybody was already going to be in town, so it was already yeah. like. Right. So,
0: like I said, the but the plan to do it was already in motion. They yeah. came up the, the issue was the logistics of it because I would say Bruce Springsteen was on tour, so he finished tour like the day before somebody else was on the uh like they just could never get everyone in the same place at the same time. So once they figured out we can do it the night of the AMAs, now you got to play the game of well, who's come to the AMAs? So that's how you come up. Like, so th- there could have been people that they maybe really did want um but they weren't coming to the amas and it's like we need you to actually be here so you know my good friend huey lewis was there um you know i, I adore I him
2: he's very well respected in the black community i don't know if he knows that though huey lewis yeah. like yeah.
0: i actually wrote i actually wrote down shout out my nigga my nigga huey lewis
2: <laughs> nigga. he's very uh, respected in the black community especially if you are between ages of 35 to 50. Yeah, like, actually, no. I wouldn't even say 37, 38 the fifty. Yeah, only look like, close to the forty. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck, I fuck with them. Um, but the um,
0: the top secretness of it could that happen today?
2: And the answer is I was going to be my question. I was just going to ask. On on social media? No, they'll they'll leak a link. <laughs>
0: it's not even social media, right? So let's say that you do get all the calls out to the people yep. with TMZ today. Right. The they have people waiting at the airport to see who's getting off of the plane. And even if there's no paparazzi, there's somebody at the airport who is about to make that call to tell TMZ or whoever that you like. All I don't know. OK, like I just saw someone. So wait, I don't like when you start seeing too many. You know what?
2: The only way you can do it is everybody's got to fly on the PJ to somewhere like together. Yeah, like. You know somebody's Airfield, Jay Z, Beyonce, whoever got an Airfield that's like not known. And hey, we got two flights on two PJs going out to Wyoming to Kanye Ranch or whatever. We going out there to do this music. We charter. We charter. Yeah, it's five place. hours. We you will have you back in L.A. or uh, in five hours. And even then, you it's probably still it's still. And be I'm like, still you like, see, i shaking my head. The answer, is,
0: the answer is still no because and and I would say NDAs NDAs. Shit. people people don't give a shit about any, people are breaking NDAs all people are breaking HIPAA violations just to tell you that someone's at the hospital right so um the idea of being able to again to get all of those and then these are the top na- so the grammys right people everybody just is the grammys right now you gotten a, a, a nice section of them and you need them all to leave after this show and hop in a car. Like I think, what they had cars come and get them or something and take them to this location. <laughs> so again, you got TMZ is already standing outside waiting for you. Period to come outside. Um, people are literally watching your social media account to see who you followed, who you liked, what you did. So you can't you can't move any differently, but you can't move the way that you need to move. There's no there's literally no freedom to be able to get that. To, to be able to do that in secret.
2: Like, everybody's just yeah, like, yeah, real, quick, real hey, dude, quick, Scott. I, was... I thought about something, Scott. What? Real quick. She, she brought up a point of the people were bringing, like, secret cars to pick people up. What artist was standing next to somebody else when this car pulled up and thought they was going to get in, too? Like, oh, what are what, what, what we going? Like, you know, like, you wrote oh, yeah. Rick James. Like, Rick James hanging out and they like, oh, so oh snap. I'm oh Huey going? That's my boy. I'm just gonna roll with you. Yep, <laughs> like, yep, yep. Let me get Where, y'all, where <laughs> y'all gonna go? Oh I mean, y'all oh Where's how, the man, how much did that happen, y'all think, where somebody was like, hey, hey man, where y'all going? Like
1: man, we got man, we just on something.
2: Oh man, I know that nigga Lionel. I'm on my way. <laughs> like what, what what's the what's oh, the address? Man,
1: not Lionel Lionel. <laughs> and
0: then and then and the thing is they were there all night. They said what six o'clock yeah. right I want to know how much
1: sleep Lionel Richie got because he did it, cause he just hosted an award show.
0: Anyway, yeah, so he posted the award show. He he swept the the uh, uh his categories that night. They said he performed twice. Uh, um, he and he had been already up for a day or weeks prior, writing the damn song as well as getting ready for the, the shit. So, um, that's
1: you know,
0: the real MVP. Lionel Richie should be man of the year for 1984. Like, pulling that off, like, aside from like so everything that he did just to get
1: this out right. Shout out to Prince for not fucking with them niggas.
2: <laughs> We're standing on business. Yeah, look, but this is the interesting thing, though. If you look at the assortment of crown, like Jeffrey Osborne just happened to be with somebody, right? I'm not. No, this, no, that's no disrespect to Jeffrey Osborne. I'm saying, how did he get with these other cats? in this, this is a pop thing. Jeffrey Osborne, like Al Jarreau, Al Durant Al, Durant Durant like, Al Durant. Durant. was drunk as fuck. <laughs> baby,
0: listen. <laughs> baby, <laughs> baby.
2: Hey. I, in my mind, I think the Pointer Sisters brought them. I I in my know. mind, they was like, "Oh, are we, uh am uh, rolling. With, we rolling with y'all?" Tina <laughs> Turner, y'all Ray Charles? Charles, Ray,
0: Stevie Wonder
2: <laughs> taking <laughs> Ray, Ray Charles', Charles the bathroom.
0: bathroom is fun. That's just that's just comedy in itself. That's how you know yeah. Stevie
2: Wonder can see.
1: Yeah, he's like, I'll show you. <laughs> Girl,
0: I'll show yeah. you how to get that. And then Ray being like, all right.
1: Nigga, what? what? <laughs> so they said the blind leading the blind.
0: blind leading
2: the blind. So, yeah, because Jeffrey Osborne being there is just a weird, not weird. It's just, huh, who? He probably key? cool he probably cool with Quincy.
1: Quincy was okay, like, man, hey, man. Quincy called in a favor like, hey, what? man. Question Why I, mean, I need I need the strong vocals on this one
0: again. It's <laughs> so like I said James Ingram was there, so it's uh, um, yeah, that's,
1: who it that's what it was. That's why I couldn't. It was
0: out. who would have been at the American Music Awards uh-huh. that night in
2: 1984. So, somebody just picked up some random people too. I like, said, just like, just so who the who
0: was hot at that time? Who?
1: Hey,
2: and so Luther
0: was Right. Who was hot at <laughs> that time? Who would have? Um, who was going to be at in town at the show? And then also, as we're trying to write this song, whose voice is going to work? So remember, they said that they were <laughs> listening to uh what the uh, the sound engineer. What he said that he went and was listening to everybody's uh songs just to understand, like trying to get what register they were in. So you're trying to again. You're trying to create a song for 50 different octaves, ranges, yes. and voices. So I think uh, they, I said, wait, what was it? Bob, was it Bob Dylan that was singing? I think it was Bob Dylan that was singing. And <laughs> a big step looked at me and said, now in what world does that sound good to people? And
2: <laughs> I fell out. Laughing, oh, you know what, uh, stacy you are on to something here. I'm looking at the American Music Awards winners. I'm Doja, this sleep, yeah. we part of Just Posted Podcast, man. The best show on this network. Come on,
1: check, girl. Seriously, man, just posted it's just me and Doja sitting back talking about what the fuck going on in the world. Yeah, we said labor of love. He said labor love. I didn't say that shit. Shout out to uh, you know what I'm saying. Everybody coming to watch though, man. We really appreciate
2: y'all. Holler y'all later. Hey man, this nigga just tall for no reason. We do regular jobs. Don't forget that. They're all the people that were damn near like the people. Even some people nominated are the people in this. In the the, in in, are the world. (laughs)
0: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Once they, you can, if I say right now, like, man, I want to throw this big party. Right. But, and I want to invite all these celebrities. Okay. What celebrities you got to, you got to narrow it down. And when they figured out we can do the American music awards, who's going to be in town that night. That was the easiest guest list to go off of. Like, okay, this person can sing. This person can sing. Absolutely not. Nope. She can come. She can come. Nope. Don't even call her. And you start making the calls. Mm. I said, if it had been what year was it? Billy
2: Ocean. They missed Billy Ocean. He was there. They did not, they did miss Billy Ocean. Now he ain't American.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just talking. I was just talking.
2: Oh no, no, no. This this is funny that that was the reason why (laughs) that's 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 the reason he didn't make it.
1: Uh, now, now, Shaka
2: Khan was there. The Shaka Khan not why did not Shaka Khan not make it? Because she the Pointer Sisters it. made it. That Shaka own Khan Bears. didn't
1: feel like singing. Shaka Khan wanted the party.
2: <laughs> she wanted to but she at category. In their category.
1: All in their yeah. category. Yeah. yeah, Shaka Khan we didn't want to sing. She wanted, to. yeah.
2: Who else? So That's I'm sure. looking. So the time and cooling the gang was there too. Um, or they were nominated. I'll say that Ray Parker Jr. was there, uh, for Ghostbusters. Um, but you got Dan Aykroyd there, and Ray Parker Jr. could have come. Dan Aykroyd was in the car, but Ray Parker Jr. can't get in there. The There's, man in the song in, <laughs> the, in the in the in
0: documentary. <coughs> the, it was a woman who said, "I wanted Dan Aykroyd," and it was somebody else that she
1: said that she. Yeah, it was Dan Aykroyd and um. Somebody, it was just a random on, celebrity. Somebody
0: ran, but again, it was the hottest people. Was it,
1: the- was it Chevy Chase? <laughs> I think it might have been Chevy, something like, like that. Chase it, was, or something.
0: it was extremely random, right? Bill no, Murray.
1: Like, it was Bill Murray. <laughs> probably
0: was Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill Murray would have set
1: that shit off. Just write
0: that
2: down. But um, <laughs> Bill Murray also don't like to don't like to do shit with regular humans. Like he liked to just be on his own shit. <laughs> yeah. like, exactly,
0: Bill Murray. Like if, if they would have caught, essentially, they would have known not to even ask him. Anybody would have told him, "Don't even like." Damn would have been like, "No, nah, don't even." He's
1: not. Nah, even, I don't, he don't fuck with him. him. I don't <laughs> mean, ain't fucking with it
0: uh, at all. But like I said, really great, um, really great documentary, learned a lot. And then, uh, like I said, watching it made me want to learn how much money was made, right? So. Uh,
2: oh, because it's funny because that one engineer was in there talking about, uh, I, I tried to put in my invoice and they was like. <laughs> oh, man, you
0: ready to get ready for this? And that's, and that's actually what I said to Sip. I said, like, you know, like, I said, I said I'm sure nobody's getting paid. I said, they got that call. When he calls you, you get up and you go. I'm like, I said, you don't worry. About th- that's one of those things of you're not worried about what this payday is today. Because, yeah. you know, whatever it is that you're about to be involved in is about to change. Big. It's going to be really, really big. And that's it. So they raised. Um. 10.8 million so four months after the release 10.8 million um, had been raised for uh, uh, for um, for the we are the world Foundation right and uh, which is what 29 million in today's dollars um, so by October of 1986 they had raised 50 million 50 million was their actual goal. Um, that they didn't think that they were going to make like that quickly. So That's probably like
2: 150 million today. Yeah. Uh,
0: yep. Yeah, no, actually. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was 150 million today. So uh, I think in total it's $80 million, um, but most of the money came from the sales of the album and the other things. Uh-oh. Other things are just donations. Um, But what made me, um, it made me think about like, okay, well, you had Band-Aid, you had Live Aid, you had We Are The World, uh, and just everybody coming together that's random. And it made me think about the Martin Luther King, King Holiday (laughs) Celebration, Sing, Sing, Celebrate, if you will. Um, And so it was released January 13th, 1986, Happy Founders Day for me. Um, released, of course, in honor of MLK Day, which had just been, it was just uh, first celebrated um, right after that. So, January 20th, 86 is when it was first celebrated. So, 13th is when the song was
2: released. Except for Arizona um,
0: and uh, New Hampshire.
2: New Hampshire. <laughs> uh,
0: so, the, and the proceeds went to the King Center for Nonviolent uh, Social Change. It peaked at number 30 on the Billboard Hot Black Singles chart. Not Billboard Top 100, not Hot R&B, not Hot
1: Black Singles chart. We have yeah. come so far
2: since they said not- the Black Singles chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: we, we yeah, we forgot about that. The uh, the best new Black artist. <laughs> yeah, and um. <laughs> So
0: again, yeah, when they try to say that we separate ourselves and we make our own stuff. No, y'all separated us first. Um, but other fun part is the criticisms of the song. So, oh, there's uh, criticisms of the song. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So one of the themes that or one of the words that kept in said, we are the world. We are the children, you know, like and then, you know, the we keep saying there's a choice we're making. We're saving our own lives. In 1984, there was a pop artist who was associated with a beverage brand who had the slogan, The Choice of a New Generation. Mm-hmm. This- um, oh, was Michael Jackson, yeah. who also helped write. We are the world. So there were a lot of people who felt like the, the you keep the that they kept on saying, "There's a choice. There's a choice." And then oh, they, a, said he, they said Michael was cross-branded, <laughs> branding and <laughs> an affiliation with Pepsi. I call that being um, smart. <laughs> I, think, I want to say what they said was like him and I think that I don't the why Nell also had an affiliation. I don't remember, but um. They uh they just felt like it was a commercial. Like they're just like this is just an extended Pepsi commercial. Um now I don't remember seeing anybody wear uh have Pepsi um in the video. Um, but uh, but that's an interesting criticism though. Like it's one of those, it's one of those things, you know, you like people are just sit around and just think about stuff and and the type yeah. you like, how did you even come up with it? <laughs> like, really?
2: But hey, so uh, as we move forward, uh, Byron Allen is trying to become like the next Rupert Murdoch, maybe, basically, right? He's trying to buy everything.
0: He's leaving her with
1: something.
0: <laughs> That's it. I'm leaving her with something. Um, every couple of years, he puts in a bid
2: to buy something. Did he ever get the Weather <laughs> Channel? He, got, he owns that. Okay.
0: He has weather channel. <laughs> has weather channel. So, over- so, <laughs> so, you know, we joke about. Oh, he was trying to buy NBC. He fucking <laughs> my like. Well, let me say this. he's know, not
1: gonna, he really trying to buy. It.
0: He's not gonna try to buy NBC. Um, well, I'll say this. Not now. But <laughs> not right now. Uh, but essentially, the more he just continues to keep purchasing networks and purchasing networks and purchasing networks. And just building that money. so right now he's put in a bid for Paramount Plus. Um, and uh and there was an article that I was reading, it was like, you know, how real is this deal? And it's real, like real. it's out there. Uh it, it's real. So we'll see what happens. I mean, again, there's other deals that he's tried to do that didn't, you know, that some didn't go through, some do. Uh, but look, that man gonna leave here with some. He is about. He is. You want to talk about buying the block back?
1: I wonder why he didn't buy BT. I, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. This, <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Actually, I think well, you know, just, you know they were saying Tyler Perry and Puffy or uh, Fifty. Well, I ain't gonna say Fifty, but Tyler and Puffy was gonna get it.
0: <clears throat> oh wait, hold on.
1: <laughs> they didn't want to so, sell
2: it. To well, no, no, no. They said that the deal. They, uh I know that a lot of people were saying that BET deal was a bad deal. Like how much they wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so, it, so last
0: year, so yeah. um He, he. Okay, so media mogul Byron Allen has renewed his attempt to acquire BET Media Group from Paramount Global, extending a three point. That's
1: what. Oh, You're well, gonna buy Paramount.
0: That's how you do it. Fuck that. Yeah. You won't sell it to like.
1: Yeah, I just you won't buy me, sell
0: just me Converse,
1: buy me. I'm buying Nike. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, you ain't gonna sell me your car, I'm gonna buy your grandma's house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's exactly it. That, that's what So uh yeah uh, I he extended three point five million dollar offer, uh know, blah, blah, blah. So that's uh of BET Media Group, which includes the BET cable channel VH1 BET
1: studios. Yeah, and- that's all that Viacom mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Paramount owns Viacom. Yeah. Ah oh, well that's yeah, that's everything. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. He buying TV.
0: That didn't work. <laughs> Uh-huh. So that's that's it. Like okay. now. Well, I mean, not to say that buying Paramount didn't make sense. It's not it wasn't a bad idea. Anyway, like uh that's what Paramount, that's what I'll the CBS, that's all my uh CBS shows. CBS, so you do own CBS too. Right. So there's a yeah. some nice shit that you'd have had. Uh so uh, like I said, not not a bad idea, but the fact that you want to B E T and this like oh that didn't work all right, all right. So
1: what's the big the, the big streaming? So it'll be what Paramount Peacock
2: What Netflix Amazon? So what's about the big streamers in general? Yeah, it's gone It's, I mean, I, I probably I think I believe is Netflix is number one I think Hulu maybe second yeah. um, Disney plus I believe probably is third but I don't know if that's bundled in with Hulu together Like if they're considered one because Yeah, get that bundle both, owned by the same thing um and then um and amazon the up in there. <laughs> yeah I, I don't i i think peacock peacock has been struggling i know that mm. um oh when well, that's why you've been seeing like full movies going on like, like <laughs> coming on there like this week like where it's only gonna be on Pe- peacock like they're really like pushing to have like like more exclusive things on their station so if he got Paramount, I mean Paramount is doing decent. It does decent, um, because of a lot because it's basically CBS's streaming platform. Yeah. So you think about so anybody want to watch? They're throwing on NFL TV.
1: games too. All right.
0: Yeah. So you're looking so Netflix, and soccer, and soccer. So at okay. Netflix Prime, Netflix, then Prime Video, Disney Plus, okay. Hulu, HBO, Paramount Plus, Apple TV, Peacock, and that is as of. July 23, um, of a survey <laughs> on some, uh, what is this? Statista, um, this site. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. So, um,
2: yeah, I told you Peacock struggling. I knew they were struggling. They didn't last. <laughs> I knew they were struggling.
0: Yeah. I mean, Peacock <laughs> isn't whatever it was supposed to be. Like, you don't get to tell me that you are going to give me all of the episodes of the original law and order on Peacock. And then you don't give me all
2: of the episodes of the original Law and yep. order. And they do that with uh, American Greed too.
0: Like I that the original Law and order is like 20 seasons. And then I go and it's like three episodes from season four. No, absolutely not. Oh. I can just sit here, like I can watch Sundance, BBC America, and uh we TV to get my Law and Order, uh regular on order fixed. But no, that's it's I think essentially, I'm paying for Peacock to watch Bel Air, and I've never watched Bel Air.
1: I still haven't, haven't watched it. Yet? I still haven't watched it yet either. It's good. It's good. i am saying clips. I just haven't it. watched it. Yeah, Sip
0: watched it. Um, I do watch a lot of stuff on Paramount Plus, Apple TV. i
2: the only thing I watched on it was I'm now.
0: like, yeah. So I ha- why did I have? I Apple don't
2: watch TV? Apple TV.
1: Why did I get it for?
2: You have an I- iPhone. I have an iPhone, but I
0: don't I mean like
2: I have an iPhone. Like, but, but you get Apple TV for like free for like a year if you have an iPhone. Yeah, iPhone. you do. So
0: I think with Verizon or something, um, I must have gotten a deal or something. But yeah, so with even with that, so uh yeah, Ted Lasso, and that's gone. Um, I like swagger, they even took that away from me.
1: Yeah, that was canceled.
0: Yeah, uh, so HBO Max, I do mess with that a lot. I watch Hulu pretty much every day. Uh Disney Plus. I got that because I was told that I was getting everything out the vault and I'm still waiting on Polly to show up. Polly ain't on there? Mm Mm-mm. Not at all. But they
1: just put the, uh, the Cinderella with Brandy on there. They just put that on there, I think.
0: You know, I've never seen that.
1: I think they just put it on there like a couple months ago.
0: I have never seen
1: that. With Whitney, the one with Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Just
0: never seen, I just really didn't want to see it because like, I was like, I don't care about Brandy being Cinderella.
1: Yeah, we was in high school. I think we were in high school. He's
0: a black Cinderella. I don't care.
1: But we say no Cinderella. <laughs> no <in that> way.
0: <laughs> that board. None of that. So.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> He's leaving
0: there with something. I'm, yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm no. all for it. Go for it, Mr. Allen. I hope you get... Yeah,
2: get it, get it man. Get, get, get it. it. Like,
0: shit, fuck it. Why not? Or, I mean, or even just the fact that he's attempting to do it. Right. Like The fact that he's trying to do it. Um, And it's the... Again, I ain't got no money to buy shit, right? I ain't, <laughs> I'm barely paying for these streaming platforms that I am paying for, right? So, but it is that idea that it's possible, right? So there are other... Rich as fuck, black people that are out there that could be doing this. That could be like, again, yeah, we want to. We talk about what we don't. We like we don't like the way that we're portrayed, or we want to be able to have that control over our content and what we create, and we can. Mm-hmm.
1: To
0: to a large extent, we can. Um, and uh, if he gets BET, I would love to see what he does with it. I would love love to see what he does with it. I want to see. Er- I w- if he walks in, and fires everybody.
1: <laughs> I'm like, you know up. how
0: I'm like, he- like you just walk in and just be like, yeah. So. Like how
1: like how Di walked in in Colorado. <laughs> that's
0: exactly it. If he does that, then it is. It's I, look. Oh. All right, for all the viewers, if you keep seeing me touch my nose. I have allergies. And so my nose has been all messed up forever. And now it's all dry for me blowing it all the time. So it's itchy. And that's why I keep scratching my nose. I promise I'm not on the nose candy. If I was, I would be so much more smaller. Just know that I would have lost so much more weight if I was on the nose candy. But sadly, this I'm still overweight. And I, it's like so that's. Said, so that's how you know that I haven't flipped over to the dark side is because I got I can't, I'm still in <laughs> Uh,
2: something else that was super, super crazy, and I'm gonna try to see how this is gonna go is what, what we talked about a little bit amongst ourselves is this TikTok Warner Brothers situation, Warner Brothers or Universal, 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 Universal oh. all their music from TikTok. Oh, nice. um, Stacy, I know you were the main one you know, out here, you know, putting it out there. So what what, what is the overall uh wait thing on minute.
0: this? Hold on, because I wrote some stuff down. So um boys and girls, here's <sighs> a little lesson. Uh one thing that we know is that when it comes to what just one dark. Wait a minute. Like like my light just went off. <laughs> <laughs> wait what happened i know what it is hold on i'll fix it but anywho um so we know nothing we know that on these social media platforms that when you post music if it is not licensed then they will shut your shit down and so all of these different record labels and distribution companies have set up these deals with these platforms and then you know that's how the artists get paid blah 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 Bluey. Uh, Universal Music Group, UMG, U- U- sent a letter to TikTok like last week and said, y'all full of shit. Y'all are trying to bully and intimidate us. Y'all are not paying the money that y'all need to pay and we will take our shit. there." actually, their contract was about to end and they were in negotiations and couldn't come up with a, um, essentially with an agreement. So, uh, and then, UMG, and this, know this, again, as somebody who is broke, I will tell you in a minute how much money you don't have, no matter how much, no matter how broke I am. I could be, look, legit, they got, I, I can have three eviction notices outside my door and I'm going to let you know how much money you don't <laughs> have, okay, in comparison to me and my ass, right? Well, I'm gonna make it seem like I got money. And something that UMG said to TikTok was, is that the tick tock accounts only for about a one percent of our total revenue? So it's big bank take little bank. It's like, look, we um y'all y'all are one percent of what we do around here. But that
2: that's kind of bullshit though.
0: Right. However, though, but they but if we're here, but to that other point though, they said which they they which they said is evidence of how little TikTok is compensating artists and songwriters, despite its massive and growing uh, user base, rapidly rising advertising revenue, and increasing reliance on music-based content. So, and then uh, TikTok basically said that uh, Universal is putting their greed above the interests of the artists um and tiktok i mean uh, umg is also upset that you know with right now with ai that people can be start using voices so even though so at this point they have removed their music from tiktok Um, uh, there are non-licensed versions of songs that are out there um that they'll just have to keep trying to look and find and, and remove uh but this is play stupid games um they said so. UMG, for if you don't understand this, I said they its catalog contained about four million songs um, when they gave their annual report two, for two thousand twenty two. Um, so that includes the subsidi- subsidiaries of Universal Music Group, which includes like Post Malone, Drake, Harry Styles, um, Taylor Swift, it, like Taylor Swift,
2: Ariana Grande. So,
0: even if you're Nelly, like
2: Nelly, all them hot in here and all that stuff, that's does that does that count anybody that like when they when they had that that uh busted challenge? Would that count because that was a Nelly song? Because I was sampled by it was a Sam. You I'm just saying, how deep does that well go?
0: That's what I'm saying. So, the bigger the issue is is that yes, with um. TikTok has absolutely shed light on artists that may have gotten gotten shine in any other way. Um, however, um, United, the uh, Universal is stating that once they were in the midst of negotiations and were not getting along, before everything was finalized, that TikTok started selectively pulling... Um, music for certain artists for lesser known artists and kind of focusing on other ones where is it at it said um uh yeah when negotiations saw umg alleges that tiktok tried to intimidate the company by selectively removing the music of certain uh, music of certain of our developing artists while keeping bigger stars on the platform so you are you know that you know that debut artist whatever writing you really need this like we ain't pulling you like we like so tick tock wasn't playing stuff that you're supposed to do so we'll see what happens and the other part of this is so that's just uh universal if another record company does the same thing it could i mean like what is it warner brothers sony
2: warner Warner and Sony, I mean, shit, is on like three or four, like, conglomerates left, like, on a major basis. On a major,
1: yeah. Warner, major. Sony, Universal.
0: Say if... Shit, Sony.
2: Hold on. Hold on. Uh, we got Universal, Atlantic... All
1: right, Atlantic. That's the other
2: one. Yeah. University Atlantic, Sony, Warner. (coughs) (coughs) And then the other ones up under, all up under them other ones. Yeah.
0: Uh Mm.
2: Universal has a lot up under them. No shit. They got Capital, Def Jam, Interscope, Island, Polygram, Republic. Mm -hmm. Damn all the black labels yep. <laughs> they
1: got all the black Sony labels.
2: got black labels sony got columbia rca epic uh arista warner got electra warner atlantic well atlantic is under warner damn so yeah it's only three majors but three. atlantic <laughs> is on its own that's a weird it's weird it's wait atlantic not a major Wait, Atlantic wait, wait. is a major, but not a major. It's a like, so they're a major. They like music, but they're like capital. It's weird.
0: So hold on. Wait, uh, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. So your billionaires are that Sony Universal Warner. That's your billion Universal. as far as revenue is concerned, right? Um, then underneath there you're looking at BMG rights management. And that's the question, what does BMG have? Um, and then it looks like underneath that, then it says Interscope. And like I said, this is just as far as, this is revenue. This is a, uh, revenue generated in. Yeah,
2: because yeah, Interscope is under universal. Mm. So, that's a, but I mean, I, I get this with the, with with the, what um they're trying to do, uh, Universal. But are they all? They already, you know, what I'm saying, getting over an artists already, and, and you know, ripping them off. Like, is this really gonna go to the artists anymore? Or are they just putting money in a pocket regardless?
1: Uh, all right, is this money hard. really
2: gonna go to the artists? So, should it be, really? It, if anything, the artists benefit off this more because they get actually exposure for real, for real. And even legacy artists have come back because of stuff on TikTok, and yeah. they've got more things hey, popping up. Uh, Two words, what's
0: up,
1: what's up?
0: Cheryl Lynn.
1: Yeah, it was like Sherilyn. Lynn encore. Cheryl Lynn—that's
0: really one word, Cheryl Lynn. But
2: yeah, it's uh, uh, even though. Did you did you want to the it, it? Did you put that up that the Cheryl Lynn account that it tweeted Megan was a fake one? It wound <laughs> up being yeah, it was fake. Yeah, it wound up, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because you put up the original, right? And then you put the rebuttal up, I think, right, Stacy? Yeah. I'm
0: so pissed.
2: So, bro,
0: I, I do not get played on the internet, right? You know, I will research the hell mm-hmm. out of something before I will repeat it. And come to find out that Cheryl Lynn, who
1: sang Encore and To Be Real. If This World Was Mine with Luther. (laughs) Was not
0: real on the Twitters. She has no social media accounts. So what essentially the tweets that had been going on for however long were a scene like that of a six-year-old auntie, right? (laughs) But once this beef happened with... Nikki and Meg, then all of a sudden Cheryln is kind of like taken aside,
2: and we're taking a side in this. And like, like, you know, the
0: young girls, I like to say why like you know why the young girls want to take sides and all that, but like it's a I'll say this with Cheryln. Her tweet again was definitely an auntie tweet, and it was like, Hey, uh, if you want to make a remix. And you, uh, for his, oh, and he was alcohol, you, let me know because you know she got a master's. Keep it posted. Signed, um, what's that? Uh, Hottie Auntie, uh, Cheryl. And it's like, so again, this seems absolutely like something mm-hmm. Somebody six year old
2: auntie because Dion Worry be typing like that on Twitter right now, ex- and the, Anita Baker, and Dion and and is, Jack A Harry. Is, Jack A too, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Dionne Warwick is an absolute treasure on Twitter. Like, (laughs) she just period. But come to find... But then, so, but apparently there was something else that was tweeted that made people be like, wait a minute. Like, so like I said, the one about her using Encore, we were like, I ain't even mad at that. Go ahead, IT. But it was something else that was tweeted that made people be like, "Mm, ah, this ain't it. Then again, come to find out women don't even have Twitter
2: so it a checkmark with this was it a chick mark with that one too
0: probably but you know now on Twitter it's not hard that you can you just you pay, gotta it pay for it,
2: you right. just yeah. pay for it.
1: Yeah.
0: like that's it now which is what I will say what I appreciate even though the Facebook verification crap is it's an it's an ordeal sometimes. But if someone at this point with blue checks, if you're paying for your blue check, you had to show your driver's license. That person's name is that person's name.
2: Right. Um, So. So. So we're saying there's another person named Cheryl Lynn. This
0: is is probably somebody.
2: Twitter is a little bit easier. You're saying to get the
0: blue check. I think on Twitter, I think uh, I think it's probably just easier to get it. Where people were just like on Instagram, though, if someone has if you hack an account that's been verified then people then they'll sell that account to somebody else and that's how people end up buying their uh things like oh, i can get you a, a blue check for if you pay me 500 dollars. well if i pay elon 599 i can have a, beer, a check too so mm-hmm. and i know where my money is going uh but yeah that is so ridiculous i feel so ashamed Damn. of my journalism skills like you know like I said, like so, y'all know I take notes. I will research, <laughs> I make sure, I double check before I post something because I never want to redact some shit.
1: Yeah. And well. One slip through the cracks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, our last topic. Um, this this one may have a small debate. And I'm a small fight. This Michael Jackson movie. Has now cast Neil Long as Catherine, Coleman Domingo as Joe Jackson, and uh Michael Jackson's nephew Jafar, I think his name is Jafar yeah. Jackson, is playing him. Uh-huh. Who uh-huh. is that
1: again?
2: I think Somebody. it's Jermaine. No. <laughs> look,
0: look, Jermaine kids are always in need of Jermaine.
2: something. Jermaine. Jermaine. Okay. I That's know fine. anytime it's any ridiculous like name, like. Jem Je, Je Majesty, like he got a key like Majesty or Jem Majesty or something. Yeah, Je Je, Majesty, it, was all, yeah. Yeah, it was all Jermaine's
1: kids. So, key. so let, me see, <laughs> let me get this. So him playing Mike settles the beef, even though Mike's been gone for, what, fifteen <laughs> years. This 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 settles this settles the smoke. <laughs> you could play your uncle, man.
2: <laughs> uh, or or does Jermaine look at it like I still want my son playing you, punk? Well, he's like my son can't play me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, uh, that's a, that's a uh, what a uh, YouTube short, right? <laughs> for, uh, right. Jackson, yeah. Man,
1: little, neither one his, uh, is as good player.
0: The Jafar, I'm fine with. Um, dude, um, Coma Domingo. Com- so write this down mm-hmm. that I'm saying this. Cat Williams told us that they went around the world for two years trying to tell us that Jonathan Majors looked good and put him out there. So he didn't know. I think, I think Coleman Domingo is a very talented actor. I don't I also don't think he looks as uh he he doesn't have that nose like uh Jonathan Majors. So he's not an unattractive man. He definitely looks like he's old as hell. Like he has you look like he could pay Joe. He has oldest redding face. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right, I always read it was 31 when he died. I believe he was 26 so he, when he died. Twenty six, Okay, he was 26 and he looked every bit of 73. But moving forward, um, I think he's now that one is getting pushed forward. And every once in a while, it happens, somebody gets pushed forward. And yeah. hey, but what I but like I said, but that man, he actually is a very talented. I mean, not to say that uh,
2: Jonathan was too. Jonathan
0: was, too, Jonathan, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying that Jonathan was not. Um, but this push forward is warranted. They didn't just like, okay, well, all right, uh, uh, dark-skinned man, here you go. Like, no, there's, he's he's getting pushed forward and I'm glad that he's getting recognition. And then when he's getting these roles that he's doing amazing and then they're like, oh, we want you in something else. So I'm excited to see where he goes. I don't know why Neil Long got a phone call
2: but but then, like that one, it doesn't make. Unless she's playing make. young Catherine or something. No, <laughs> to, no, this is supposed to be Michael's. This is Michael's biopic. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Why?
0: Like, Nia, I love you with all of my heart and you are welcome here anytime. However, why? Like, who? What? How?
2: I, I wonder who's going to play Jermaine. Hmm. Is your majesty gonna play? He's like, check it out. Okay, I'll let y'all have Jafar if y'all let your majesty play me. I need to see a picture of your majesty. <laughs> <laughs> the well, idea of his this? name is Your Majesty, is everything. Is Jer- he put Majesty and Jermaine together and made a name. Okay,
0: um, yeah, your majesty is fine. I didn't know that, but oh. even <laughs> okay. still, Does
2: I think mean, it look be- like Jermaine.
1: No. Your majesty by what? 20 something? Mhm. majesty 23. 23. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, but uh but even still though, like the that's why I actually had to like I had to look at the age first before I said he was fine. you got
2: to make sure that he was 17.
0: Right, well basically I saw, yeah, that's real mm-hmm. right. There
1: you go, add one to uh 3T.
0: <laughs> right, or like cuz well, I because at first there's a pic, there's a younger picture of him, and then there's an older picture. I'm like, okay, well, wait a minute. Well, I don't know when each of these was taken. Let's uh, let me look. <laughs> but uh, but like if he if he'd have been underage, I'd have been like, oh, he's a handsome young man. That's what I want to see it. But yeah, I I don't damn, know. They got seven kids. God damn. He couldn't. Uh, so, majesty, there's no. He could be one of the. uh He could be a debarge.
2: Ooh. I'm looking at him now. Yeah. He's the youngest of all Jermaine's kids. Okay.
0: Hey, he just was born in 2000.
1: So how old is the, the one playing Michael, the Jafar?
2: He's born in 96, so 27. Oh, so
1: about 28. Yeah, yeah, 27,
2: 28, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's right. Those two kids are by Randy's the, uh, ex-wife uh those oh, are man. those are the, the sister the the brother cousins with randy's kids. Oh yeah. He married Randy's ex-wife.
1: Yeah.
2: And had those are the kids from that. Damn. I thought he had kids with that new woman he would now, the one that's like uh like because when he converted to was is it Islam or uh Hindu or something? Islam, I, yeah, he's Islam. He's an Islamic converted yeah. to Islam.
0: Oh, Jermaine?
2: Uh, Jermaine. Was that uh, her? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he ain't Jehovah's Witness no more. No, he's he's a uh, Muslim. He converted to uh, I do not think that Islam. Allah
0: approves of those chemicals in his head, and I want to <laughs> talk to somebody about it.
2: Oh shit, he converted to Islam in eighty nine.
1: Ah, so he' been with
0: them chemicals. So I mean, okay, so he converted in eighty nine, but is he still converted? Because sometimes people convert back.
2: No, because he he does he has a whole thing in Bahrain. He does every year. It says, uh, that he does a big thing in Bahrain every year for like uh for Islam for uh for Muslim faith. Oh, but he did have, but he, but he, oh, you know what he? Oh, he became a uh, he became. Uh, Muslim, then took his brother's girl, and had kids with her. That was eighty nine. He got with Randy's uh wife in ninety five. So when did you divorce uh Barry Gordy's daughter? Oh shit, that's uh and he divorced her
1: eighty eight. Oh my god, oh, Man, got-
2: Man, was a Rolling Stone. <laughs> yeah, Jermaine got. J-
0: that's
2: oh message. Wow, I like, pick shit, I'm like was that like is that around the time he was fucking with Whitney or what was that? This is before uh, Whitney. Hey. So oh 88? He was Jermaine, messing with me. That's Ooh. the bio pick we need. Hold on, hold on. Stop. <laughs> Stacy. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Now, Stacy, earlier you did say that sometimes marriages can take a while to uh be annulled. Or are to be divorced? Correct.
0: Yeah. So sometimes got people are separated. Dangerous. Just people will be separated, and they don't be divorced. Um, and that just have, or it takes, especially if you if you have money, um, or if you have assets and children, it can take longer. There's just a lot more that you have to deal with. Um, but again, some people it's not, like, sometimes like some not should just be ugly. Uh, but Again, we saving all her love for Jermaine.
2: Oh, nigga! Stop the press. The song that song supposed to be about Jermaine. Saving all my love is supposed to be about Jermaine. Google it. It is.
0: I'm not making. Like, oh, you knew this. that already. You knew that already. Yeah. Thanks. Like, so, so, like, uh, the saving all my love for you was supposed to be like it, the. It's always been rumored that the song was about Jermaine. So the that. fact that it was a married man that she wanted to, that she was waiting on to to come, and all of that was supposed that is be song. It, it that's always been the just the the rumor, right? It's just the idea that that song was about Jermaine.
1: Did not know that.
2: Oh my god! Uh, tonight,
1: yeah.
2: tonight. The Cause then uh, Bobby almost had to put try to put some pause on him. Bobby has tried to put pause on
0: everybody. Because
2: of the whole Janet thing, too, and then he kind
0: of cross-referenced with him. <laughs> you know, like, what's the you
2: know.
0: what's the line? Is like, uh, Yeah, like, so, Saving on My Love, she talked about how her friends tell her go find you somebody else, and all of that, blah, blah, blah. Now, I mean, not sure enough, that is just a side chick anthem, but essentially, like I said, it's a, but I don't think Whitney wrote
2: it. Like, I don't know who wrote No, it. she didn't write any of her music. I mean, but... I think uh, Kashif Wrote this, oh, good. I think,
1: Look at you the I think, no, I think, I think, because I'll not be on my songwriter, I'll be, I don't know, I'm just be reading about something. Yeah, no,
2: no, no, that's a good one. The Kashif reference, hold on, because he was okay.
0: Wait, no, no so he wrote,
2: You give Good Love,
0: by Michael Master and, uh, and Gary Kofin, originally recorded by Marilyn McCoo. Now, that's a name I ain't heard in a while. <laughs>
1: <Marilyn Damn.
0: laughs> See, that just that reminded me of my grandma bringing up Marilyn McCoo. Uh, And Billy Davis Jr. for their album Marilyn and Billy 1978 American singer Whitney Houston recorded it for her self-titled debut studio album 1985 It was released August 13th, 85 by Arista Records Blah, 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 blah Um, Let's see But very simply put Wikipedia ain't gonna say it. Google who is uh like the Google to t- like the 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 world believes that it <laughs> like but again as we just as I just said that the song was written well before Whitney was doing anything. Now when now I will say this, you know, when it comes time to choose the songs that's going on your album, you know, maybe she was like, oh, that song is just really just. This this hit me. This hit me it right is, here. It just hits me right
1: yeah.
0: here. That song. That's me. But so <laughs> it's a. It's. I said that's why I just. That's why I kept saying it's a rumor. It's the rumor. Uh, but obviously
2: not. I mean, one we know that she didn't write it. But then two, it's not. Uh, but she was kicking it with Jermaine. Period. Like that's a fact. So that's not. Yeah. It. That's not hyperbolic. Saying like. Yeah. Oh, so, exaggerating saying like oh. She was no, then, she was kicking it with Jermaine for mm-hmm. a minute. It was just all about when that timeline is. Is, is. is that's the question? That's where the question is uh, of the timeline.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs>, oh, wait,
2: wait wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. The song calls controversy. Um, due to its theme of having an affair with a married man, Houston's mother, Sissy Houston, did not at all like the scenario described in the lyrics, claiming that the song's message would reflect badly on her daughter. However, Houston herself confessed, I was going through a terrible love affair with Jermaine Jackson. He was married and that will never work out for anybody. Never. No way and so thus again like we could talk about like she may not have written the song for him but the song resonated with what she was going through at the time
2: and she was like yo i'm finna put that out Mm -hmm.
0: and it's it's one of those i think at that time some people would have figured it out i mean again that's just what that what we had access to your your access came from if it, I mean, Jet Magazine still wasn't really doing, it wasn't like gossipy. So you had to see it on the tabloid. It had to be National Enquirer, The Star, The Sun mm-hmm. with those rumors for you to be like, oh, that's okay. Because <laughs> we, no, we had no idea what the hell stars did in their in their spare time.
1: No, hey, you, you think we Whitney had, pulled up on Jermaine like, I know you wasn't on that. We are the
2: world, but peep this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why was you Whitney on We Are The World? Huh?
0: Um, I actually, I was, I was thinking about that. Uh, Is it because
2: she wasn't at the American Music Awards, maybe on tour or something. Or? Mm.
1: Mm. <laughs> she was going to Clive, Clive Davis after party. <laughs>
0: she just, when was we all the world?
1: Was it 84, 85? 85.
0: 85? Give me a date. Give me like a time frame.
2: Oh, so... Because it
0: looks like... Essentially, I think...
2: January, the American Music Awards was January 28th, 1985. Because I still got that tab open.
0: Her album was released Valentine's Day, 85.
2: So Oh, that was her first first album? Yeah, so... Oh, she wasn't even cracking yet. So she wasn't even... What's up, y'all? This is R-V-S.
1: This is R-O-D, a.k.a. Rated R. And we are the We Coming For You cast. And we talk about pro wrestling from a black dude's perspective. Tell them what they can expect on this here podcast. Oh, we gonna give you all the raw and dirty and the everything black from AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, and any other wrestling in between. If you want your wrestling unfiltered, uncensored, and you want it raw, you need to subscribe to the We Coming For You cast. Right here on S-O-L-C Network.
2: Just yeah, she, she knew maybe
1: had a single out before that's this. why they grabbed her for the MLK one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was yeah. like check it out. Y'all missed miss I mean, miss that makes that, one. that
0: makes that makes perfect sense, honestly. Like I think she just wasn't um it just just not yet. Like if it had been, yeah, if it had been the next year. She'd have been on it. Yeah, she'd have been on there. Uh just even trying to see if any
2: singles
0: yeah uh first single that dropped from the album song called hold me came out in may of 84.
2: oh so yeah i mean even that was you like, give good love
0: too. was february of 85 all at once march of 85 saving all my love for you didn't come till august of 85. so uh so whitney
1: came out with the ballads then she went pop oh, the, the first,
0: that first album uh, is all the Oh right? no, no! Like now, the first album does have How Will I Know Owner. Oh,
2: okay.
0: All right. But no, what's the other song that I'm thinking of? Emotional. That's the next song. That's the next album, I guess.
2: So that first that first album was all ballads, right? Mostly all yeah. ballads,
0: right? Yeah. And like it didn't do bad, but and also Jermaine Jackson is a producer on that album. Hold on, let me go check on my chicken.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my god! <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, Jermaine. Is a producer? All- oh
1: man! Oh. Hey man, Jermaine be on some dirty work, man. I don't think it get no better than black music in the '80s. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was so low key messy, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yo. Like somebody needs to just make a movie just about like everybody in just behind the scenes in the '80s.
2: <laughs> just an eight, like an '80s label thing, like not even studio. No, for just
1: black, I'm to say like
2: a <laughs> black label because Motown wasn't really popping as much in the 80s. Uh, what's that one out there? Was it Solar? Solar. That's the <laughs> one. Solar, yeah, because yeah. Solar had like uh <laughs> they had a Solar was uh spelled off of Cold Train, Shalomar. Uh that's where uh the deal came from. Yeah, the deal, <laughs> the deal Midnight Star, I think was on there. Um that's a good idea. That's- <laughs> A Solar Records uh, TV show.
1: Yeah, because you... I mean, of course, Mike was the biggest ever, and then Prince was right behind him.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but we need a black label that was just doing it. Like, So, Stacey, we were saying, like, oh, the 80s was messy black R&B. Like, that was the messiest... Greatest, messiest time of R&B was the 80s. I'm like, yeah.
0: So, producers yeah, on the album were Jermaine, Kashif, uh,
2: (laughs) Michael Masser, Narada, Michael, Walden... Hey, what if Jermaine chose that song? It was like, you know what? You that's uh, saving all my love. That, I mean, that's us basically. That right? was on the
1: first album. That was on that first album. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he put that on there. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> hey, that was him.
2: Hey, hey, Jermaine, he put that on him. that album. <laughs> hey, Jermaine, he put that on our first album.
1: And he probably put you give good love. <laughs>
2: Like we gotta have something to, i gotta have a redeeming quality as well on here you, you know, know <laughs> the, you know the streets of fear uh, oh or oh, you know hold on hold on hold on this, this uh this hazel hold on because <laughs> you know he's still messing with hazel hold on hazel walked in let me call you right back
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he probably he, he talking shit to barry Gordy. like man i got this girl i got this new girl sing.
2: Sing Tina Marie out the water. <laughs> no. No, he didn't tell Barry because he messing with her. He yeah. Barry found out looking at the credits like Stacy just said that yeah. Jermaine was involved. He was like, "Hey man.
1: He was like, this nigga here.
2: Listen, I was, I'm,
0: like, I'm literally, I'm just looking at, the, I'm like, you see the little stuff on Wikipedia about the album. Jermaine. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a good time for me to go check on my chicken. And just, those wings are cooked to perfection. They just are, you know. It's so good.
1: Ah. Jermaine, fresh off the victory tour.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, this is, like I said, these are things like you can't make up. These are, I can't make this stuff up. But like, we can make all these inferences about what may or may not have happened, but the, the
2: timelines. Don't lie. (laughs)
1: Mm. Uh, The 80s was a time.
2: (laughs) Hey, she had some banging-ass writers on here. She had Kashif, Jeffrey Osborne, Michael Master... Oh yeah, you know Clive. Was gonna well, I mean, she' I mean, pets. like,
0: so she has Clive, and then
2: Clive yeah. well, the Like, these are R and B writers. Like, these are R and B writers. She, but she got. wasn't
1: no dancing. She was a singer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's she that, wasn't like you no know, dancer.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and Sissy was gonna have her doing ballads. Like I said, the fact that Sissy didn't like the song being like, uh uh-uh, uh-uh. we don't do nothing that around there. I'm like none of that. And mm-hmm. I know she said it too. I don't like none of that.
1: And then you got your auntie out here singing uh, what that's what friends are for. <laughs>
2: hey, okay. As we wrap up, did, <laughs> this, is, is that what friends are for trying to ride off of the, we are, <laughs> we are the world for profit though. <laughs> it's like the non-profit, it's the for-profit version of the non-profit version. That was the, the senior That was the AARP version. <laughs>
1: Cause all them niggas was old, man.
0: As <laughs> I, I, when I, as soon as you say the song, I just hear Stevie on that harmonica. <laughs>
2: they was like, maybe they was like, man, we got to recoup off of this. Yeah, Stevie was like, man, I'm gonna write my own song. <laughs> I never thought I'd feel this way. <laughs> who was? Who was it? It was Stevie. Was it Gladys Knight? And hey, that's on. So that's on Dionne Warwick's album. So Dionne Warwick is the one that uh no, it's Dionne Warwick and Rod Stewart's album.
0: Right. So uh it was written by uh my good friend Burt Bacharach, who I forgot passed away <clears> last <throat> year. Um, and until I saw oh, it, it on the thing. Sorry, this a remake. Hers is a remake. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and the, I, I always say this. I get so pissed off when I find out the things are remakes. It drives me crazy. Um. Yeah. Uh, this was released like Dion for, Warwick, when we figured out don't make me over it then was they, like, a charity single for AIDS research. And actually I did know that. I don't know why I didn't, why well, I don't know why I just looked that up. Watching the Dion Warwick, uh, documentary. I knew that when they did the song, the uh proceeds went to AIDS research because at that time in the eighties, AIDS was brand new. No one knew what the hell it was going on. And in especially turn. in the music, well, uh, with Dionne Warwick, again, for people who don't know, she used to be that girl. Uh, like, y'all don't know it, but she was fashion, all of that, the fashion houses and the way that your your friends, like the, the girls that y'all look up to now that can go to the store and they show close the store down. No, she wasn't going to stores. They were bringing it Boy, to her. But, <laughs> uh, like, so, uh, but, uh, so with that, she um, so again, with being in the music industry and the fashion industry, there were a lot of people that were gay that she knew that she would they were losing and so that's uh they raised uh it won the grammy award for best pop performance by a duo or a group with vocals and song of the year and it raised one than three million dollars for the cause
1: what year what year did that come out
2: same and, year
0: uh no like oh no, it was originally quarter 82 85 oh, uh,
2: was the 85 the same year as uh, We Are the World. That's what I said. Is that uh? uh, uh it was November 85. Uh, they beat him out. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah, but it was too late to be in. This. So basically, they she got a Grammy for two different songs that was uh uh raising money. Dionne Warwick did. Yeah, but like uh, yeah, you know, she was. Uh,
0: yeah. R- Backrack and Curl uh Sager. Look, you. That's who that's who writes Grammy winning songs. That's who you call if you want a song to be written. Well, back, I can even just say back then today, I would have if Burt Bacharach could write a song for me, I'd be like, sir, go ahead. Cause I know I'm gonna get something. That's it. So that's uh now I'm very interested in learning how much each charity song <laughs> raised. Now you can pocket watch it. I am pocket watch. I need to know where the money went.
1: Yeah, because we mm-hmm. still got age. <laughs>
0: right, exactly. When they sent, well, when black men united, did you will know? Well, did some money get raised to go somewhere? Did the United States? Uh, that, that, that was for <laughs> Jason's
2: lyric. That was for profit, uh Stacy. That was for <laughs> Jason's lyric. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> At some point we're gonna have to talk about that performance. If you've ever seen that on, the American Music Award of performance of You Will Know. There is yeah. a lot of chicanery going on during that performance. Yeah. It
1: was every black man that could sing in the 90s.
2: <laughs> right, but it was a lot of uh a lot of Mike Hogan uh oh, on yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, well head, head nodding. <laughs> Luckily, the
0: the recording and the music video doesn't show that, but I feel like once they got on stage, some uh Quincy Jones wasn't there to tell them to check their ego at the door. You ain't gonna tell 50 black men to check their ego at the door? Like, check your ego at the door. <laughs> so you got all of these, all these black men up there. Um, One who was on the original who wasn't there, and then a younger one. Oh, you see Vodemont. Uh, us. Was not there. No, Vodermont. No, 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 Vodermont. Right, Vodermont <laughs> was not there. And a an up and coming young artist what was there and took his place. And little did we know at that time that he was coming for the king. And by mm-hmm. king, I mean Tevin Campbell. Tevin Campbell was the Prince R&B people. And yeah. that was strong. oh That yeah. was a game changer.
1: I that was should, the I that should. was the passing of the torch. Of I told.
0: You I have said on this podcast before
1: that Tevin
0: Campbell was the prince of R and B, like it or not. And when he I said and when people were like, "No, he never was." Then who was it? He was. He was. Like, then who was? If it wasn't him, then who was it? Now, once us, like now, don't don't get me wrong, uh, Tevin. There was a fall off of Tevin in there. Um, mm. And there are plenty of other artists, but nobody that was in that bracket, that age bracket, though. And Tevin was on the way of aging out is, is Usher was coming in. And it's like, it's weird to say aging out, but like, he's, I mean, don't out as uh, Tevin Campbell. couple of just. like late like 40, 40, like 48. I'm like, yeah, because if Usher is. 45. 45 47. So, like I said, it like they're not. There's not a huge. He's forty-seven. Yeah, two different, two different. So again, yeah, not not a huge. <clears throat> but by the time I'm ready came out, uh, Tevin was probably 16, 17, something mm. like that. Usher's coming in at fourteen. So, um, as a younger girl, when you're looking at your next heartthrob crush, that. If you're raised correctly, usually you try to stay within that that, that age bracket, right? So, yeah, I loved Tabby Campbell for a little bit, but then it was like, okay, we got Usher. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Immature. Like, that's, these are obtainable people. You know, that,
1: it's like, it's like you got varsity, JV, and freshman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's exactly it. That's exactly it. So, but uh, like I said, we know uh, these two Texas boys, one I may make it. I mean, one of them, uh, there was a fall off there, and then Usher was able to come in. But even with that, Usher's first album, as much as I love it, that didn't put Usher on the map. Mm-mm. Like that didn't do it. And uh then there's he has that little gap in there, label switch, then comes in with my way, and that's when it all changed from yeah.
1: from that yeah. point. It was on. like a rebirth. Um it was
0: like a rebirth of him. So like most people. A lot of like I said, a lot of folks don't know that there was a first album from Usher. They think yeah. that My Way was that first album. They don't know mm-hmm. that uh, the Many Ways or uh, or um, Think of You, Think of You, Think of You. Oh, thank you for thinking you, Think of You, or Call Me a Mac.
2: Uh, yeah, Call Me a Mac was on a soundtrack. Yeah, yeah that was, that was poetic, on the soundtrack.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, but you don't know
1: that.
2: Like some people don't have no clue that, that. I thought that was a girl if, when I was a kid.
0: A lot of people thought Kami and Mac uh that he was a girl. Yeah. That, that voice was not deep. <laughs> no. that voice had not changed it at all. That voice had not changed.
2: What's man, weird? well, thank y'all for listening. This has been a great one, man. Like <laughs> this was been hilarious. uh Stacy, where can people hit you up at?
0: You can find me. Um where can you find me? Oh, on the interwebs. So Stacey Adams, Stacey with the E, Adams with the Z, um on all social media platforms. And uh you might be able to find me in St. Louis in May.
1: I might be. She's floating in. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna make some wings? I might. I mean, so
0: well, I'll just
1: say <laughs> okay.
0: Stacey, Stace and Big Sip are coming to town. We are getting Oh, off. snap. just yes, get it. Right, a we are meet- flying we in. We're going to have
2: a meet and greet.
0: Yeah, we, fly, <laughs> yeah, we are. We're flying oh, You in. got
2: that right we're having a meet and greet. I got to meet this nigga Big Sip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, yeah, we'll be there. I'll let y'all, like, I, I mean, I'll tell y'all when we'll be yeah. there. But uh, I'll uh, be there and we'll see what we can make happen.
2: All right. What can people hit you up at, man?
1: Hit me up everywhere, cool-ass Scott.
2: Yeah, man this this was a fun one, man. I, uh, I yo the Jermaine Jackson Winnie Houston thing. I I got that's a whole segment now. I did not know that, w- that w- was going to happen.
1: <laughs> I, I love I'm it. thinking of a movie idea. No, <laughs> <for> no, <the, laughs> just for the '80s, just off '80s R&B, not even yeah.
2: <laughs> oh man, like, that you know what? Maybe maybe I need to start getting trying. We need to start trying get '80s R&B singers as, to as guests. Some of the midnight I, I'm not against so come it. Come on here and tell some stories. It, to oh, Bryson.
0: some
1: stories.
0: I am not against it. We can totally try to.
1: Like, um, yeah, we can get uh what's St. Louis on with Angela Wimbush. <laughs> yeah, that was a
2: ooh, yeah. I that.
0: I mean, like, I, I would love to talk to some people who <laughs> I don't, want, I don't like how people one-hit wonders, right? But like somebody who, like you know, they had a, 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 something going on in St. Louis, and we just didn't hear from them again. So like you got uh, like Billy Lawrence, mm-hmm. like what, like her, or um, the woman who sings the song that I, that's gonna be playing at my wedding, yeah. Lynn Fidmont. Like like you had that song, and it was at everybody' wedding. And then what?
1: It. Who are you talking about, Lynn? Like uh, Silk
0: Smooth. It's the song. Like I. um, we we've, we've had this conversation before and i've sent you the song before lynn finn mine uh, oh okay. called you were loved so I yeah sent i know you i'm talking about yeah, yeah I yep. Sent you the, um, yep both versions the acoustic one and the original one that was on in the 90s or early 90s anyway
2: what part of saint louis is she from
0: i don't know the answer to that i don't know but i do believe that she still performs because uh, one of my friends, I think one time I mentioned her. One of my friends was like, "Oh my god, I love watching her perform!" I'm like, wait, you that like, you've seen her perform? So I think she still performs. Uh, uh, she may have a group or something that she maybe performs with and does some, uh, you know, uh, different uh, sets and things like that. But um, that and then actually, because I think Big Sip actually said he's like, "You think she could uh, sing at the wedding?" I don't know. But I'll find out. Mm-hmm. See how much she costs.
2: She might, she might have to hit y'all. She might have to listen. My chance. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, look, I' not saying I'm blowing the budget on one on that singer, but
1: uh,
2: see, so it's either gonna be her or Bun B. <laughs> <laughs> listen,
0: and and the the greatest part of that is that if I said that to him, I'm like, look, man, we could either get Fed my we can get Bun B. He gonna be like, ooh. Like it's gonna be like it's gonna be a tough decision. Like he gonna be
1: like,
0: all okay, right. Well, I don't know. Well, if, well, maybe Bun can bring somebody to sing with him. I don't know. Like it's gonna be a hard one. They're gonna be hard. Like it's a uh, we both gonna sit there like, well, I don't know. Cause I mean, I mean, Lepa, that is our saw, but Bun B
1: though. That's Bun B.
0: This is Bun B. So you know what? <laughs> let's just invite Bun to the wedding, and then you know, see if he maybe want to get on the mic.
2: Right. Oh, well, thank y'all for listening as always we will be back soon peace all right. <laughs>